0: Section number 40 of the Junior Classics, Volume 9, Stories of Today. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. The Rose and the Ring by William Makepeace Thackeray. Six. How Prince Giglo behaved himself. And now let us speak about Prince Giglo, the nephew of the reigning monarch of Paphlagonia. It has already been stated in page three hundred ninety eight that as long as he had a smart coat to wear, a good horse to ride, and money in his pocket or rather to take out of his pocket for he was very good-natured my young prince did not care for the loss of his crown and scepter being a thoughtless youth not much inclined to politics or any kind of learning so his tutor had a cincture, Giglo would not learn classics or mathematics and the lord Chancellor of Square Toso, pulled a very long face because the prince could not be got to study the pathagonian laws and constitutions but on the other hand the king's gameskeepers and huntsmen found the prince an apt pupil the dancing master pronounced that he was the most elegant and assiduous scholar the first lord of the billiard-table gave the most flattering reports of the prince's skill so did the groom of the tennis-court and as for the captain of the guard and fencing-master the valiant and veteran count Kutsoff Headsoff, he avowed that since he ran the general of crim tartary the dreadful grumbuskin through the body he never had encountered so expert a swordsman as prince Giglo. i hope you do not imagine that there was any impropriety in the prince and princess walking together in the palace garden and because Giglo kissed angelica's hand in a polite manner in the first place they are cousins next the queen is walking in the garden too you cannot see her for she happens to be behind that tree and her majesty always wished that angelica and Giglo should marry so did Giglo. so did angelica sometimes for she thought her cousin very handsome brave and good-natured but then you know she was so clever and knew so many things and poor Giglo knew nothing, and had no conversation when they looked at the stars. What did Giglo know of the heavenly bodies? Once when on a sweet night in a balcony where they were standing, Angelica said, "There is the bear where says Giglo, "Don't be afraid, Angelica. if a dozen bears come." i will kill them rather than they shall hurt you oh you silly creature says she you are very good but you are not very wise when they looked at the flowers giglo was utterly unacquainted with botany and had never heard of linnaeus when the butterflies passed giglo knew nothing about them being as ignorant of etymology as I am of algebra. So you see, Angelica, though she liked Giglo pretty well, despised him on account of his ignorance. I think she probably valued her own learning rather too much. But to think too well of oneself is the fault of people of all ages and both sexes. Finally, when nobody else was there... Angelica liked her cousin well enough. King Valeroso was very delicate in health, and withal so fond of good dinners, which were prepared for him by his French cook Marmatonio, that it was supposed he could not live long. Now the idea of anything happening to the king struck the artful prime minister and the designing old lady-in-waiting with terror for though glomboso and the countess when prince gigolo marries his cousin and comes to the throne what a pretty position we shall be in whom he dislikes and who have always been unkind to him we shall lose our places in a thrice Rough enough will have to give up all the jewels, laces, snuff boxes, rings, and watches which belong to the queen. Giclo's mother and Glomboso will be forced to refund two hundred and seventeen thousand millions nine hundred and eighty seven thousand four hundred and thirty-nine pounds thirteen shillings and sixpence halfpenny money left to prince giglo by his poor dear father so the lady of honour and the prime minister hated giglo because they had done him a wrong and these unprincipled people invented a hundred cruel stories about poor giglo in order to influence the king queen and princess against him How he was so ignorant that he could not spell the commonest words and actually wrote Valoroso Valoroso and spelt Angelica with two L's. How he drank a great deal too much wine at dinner and was always idling in the stables with the grooms. How he owed ever so much money at the pastry cooks and haberdashers how he used to go to sleep at church how he was fond of playing cards with the pages so did the queen like playing cards so did the king go to sleep at church and eat and drink too much and if Giglo owed a trifle for tarts who owed him two hundred and seventeen thousand millions nine hundred and eighty-seven thousand four hundred and thirty-nine pounds thirteen shillings and sixpence halfpenny i should like to know detractors and tale bearers in my humble opinion have much better look at home all this backbiting and slandering had effect upon princess angelica who began to look coldly on her cousin then to laugh at him and scorn him for being so stupid then to sneer at him for having vulgar associates and at court balls dinners and so forth to treat him so unkindly that poor giglo became quite ill took to his bed and sent for the doctor his majesty king valoroso as we have seen had his own reasons for disliking his nephew, and as for those innocent readers who ask why, I beg, with the permission of their dear parents, to refer them to Shakespeare's pages where they will read why King John disliked Prince Arthur. With the Queen, his royal but weak-minded aunt, when gigolo was out of sight he was out of mind while she had her whist and her evening parties she cared for little else i dare say two villains who shall be nameless wished dr pedrafo the court physician had killed gigolo right out but he only bled and physiqued him so severely that the prince was kept to his room for several months and grew as thin as a post whilst he was lying sick in this way there came to the court of pathagonia a famous painter whose name was Tommaso lorenzo and who was painter in ordinary to the king of crim Tartary, pathagonia's neighbour Tommaso Lorenzo painted all the court who were delighted with his works for even countess gruffenough looked young and glumboso good-humoured in his pictures he flatters very much some people said nay says princess angelica i'm above flattery and i think he did not make my picture handsome enough I can't bear to hear a man of genius unjustly cried down, and I hope my dear Papa will make Lorenzo a knight of his order of the cucumber. The Princess Angelica, although the courtiers vowed Her Royal Highness could draw so beautifully that the idea of her taking lessons was absurd, yet chose to have Lorenzo for a teacher, and it was wonderful as long as she painted in his studio what beautiful pictures she made some of the performances were engraved for a book of beauty others were sold for enormous sums at charity bazaars she wrote the signatures under the drawings no doubt but i think i know who did the pictures this artful painter who had come with other designs on angelica than merely to teach her to draw one day lorenzo showed the princess a portrait of a young man in armor with fair hair and the loveliest blue eyes and an expression at once melancholy and interesting dear Signor lorenzo who is this asked the princess i never saw any one so handsome says countess gruffanuff the old humbug that said the painter that madame is the portrait of my august young master his royal highness bublo crown prince of crim tartary duke of acro Serania, marquis of polufois and knight grand cross of the order of the pumpkin that is the order of the pumpkin glittering on his manly breast and received by his royal highness from his august father his majesty king Padella the first for his gallantry at the battle of Rimbombanto, where he slew with his own princely hand the king of Ogaria, and two hundred and eleven giants of the two hundred and eighteen who formed the king's bodyguard the remainder were destroyed by the brave crim tartar army after an obstinate combat in which the crim tartars suffered severely what a prince thought angelica so brave so calm-looking so young what a hero he is accomplished as he is brave continued the court painter he knows all languages perfectly sings deliciously plays every instrument composes operas which have been acted a thousand nights running at the imperial theater of crim tartary and danced in a ballet there before the king and queen in which he looked so beautiful that his cousin the lovely daughter of the king of circassia died for love of him why did he not marry the poor princess said angelica with a sigh because they were first cousins madame and the clergy forbid these unions said the painter and besides the young prince had given his royal heart elsewhere and to whom asked her royal highness I am not at liberty to mention the princess's name, answered the painter. But you may tell me the first letter of it, gasped out the princess. That your royal highness is at liberty to guess, said Lorenzo. Does it begin with a Z? asked Angelica. The painter said it wasn't a Z. Then she tried a Y, then an X, then a W and went on so backwards through almost the whole alphabet. When she came to D, and it wasn't D, she grew very much excited. When she came to C, and it wasn't C, she was still more nervous. When she came to B, and it wasn't a B, Oh, dearest gruff enough, she said, lend me your smelling bottle. And hiding her head in the countess's shoulder, she faintly whispered ah senor can it be a it was a and though i may not by my royal master's orders tell your royal highness the princess's name whom he fondly madly devoutly, rapturously loves i may show you her portrait says the slyboots and leading the princess up to a gilt frame He drew a curtain which was before it. Oh goodness, the frame contained a looking glass, and Angelica saw her own face. End of section forty Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver BC